Hey there, Oregon Surfriders! It's Thursday, June 13th, 2019, and welcome to another edition of Plyben's Policy Podcast. Charlie Plyben coming at you here from my home office in South Beach, Oregon. So excited this week. Guys, we did it. We passed the plastic bag ban. I'll be talking about that today on our episode, but hopefully you've been floored by this news as much as I am, 17 to 12 out of the Senate this week. Um, we could not be more excited. So many of you have been a big part of this, so we'll talk about this a little bit more on today's program. But before we jump into our plastic policy bills, let's talk surfing just a little bit. Well, it's been gorgeous on the coast. Uh, the waves have been kind of small and mediocre, a little bit windy in the afternoons, but clean and beautiful in the morning. And coming up this Saturday is a very special day. It is International Surfing Day, and that is Saturday, June 15th. And each year in Oregon, we celebrate International Surfing Day with the Otter Rock and Roll Youth Surf and Stewardship Contest. So a big shout-out to all the volunteers we're involved in that. That's happening this Saturday in Newport, uh, the north end of Newport here at Devil's Punch Bowl State Park. This is the 11th year running of this event and really, really near and dear to my heart because the original Newport chapter founders uh, started this, this event and they started it about the time that they were all having kids, realizing that there weren't a lot of youth surf type events and ways to get families involved collectively in stewardship and beach activities. Um, that's something that they see in a lot of other places uh, outside of this community and something they really wanted to bring into this community and wasn't here at that time. Uh, and my, how we've grown as a beach community, as a stewardship community uh, that cares about our oceans, waves, and beaches. And so big shout-out to all the folks involved in that event over the years and coming up this weekend. If you want to get your kid involved, if you just want to come and help out, we need volunteers. Uh, check it out. It's online at otterrockandroll.com. If you're not in and around Newport, uh, you can also find some other International Surfing Day events. They're not nearly as cool as our event here in Newport, I'll say. But uh, if you go to surfrider.org slash ISD, um, you will find a map that locates two other events, one in Bend for a paddle out and another one somewhere around Portland. I believe there's an event going on. So um, I hope to see you guys out. If you'd like to listen to me talk, I will be emceeing that event. Uh, if you don't like to listen to me talk, I will be playing a lot of music at that event. So uh, either way, come along, come down. We hope to see you. I hope the weather is good for us, and it ought to be a really good time. So without further ado, let's jump into our rather exciting news with House Bill 2509 that passed the Oregon Senate uh, this week, 17 to 12. Uh, that was huge, huge, huge news for us and for everybody out there. Uh, I can't thank you guys enough for all the work you've done. Uh, over the years, we, I want to say, well, this, this really started at the beginning of my time with Surfrider Foundation. When I first started with Surfrider Foundation, I went to my very first meeting with the Portland chapter, and a man named Steve Wilson was at that meeting. And at the time, he was the interim chair of the chapter. And some of you guys may know Steve Wilson from the story of Stuff Now. Uh, also worked for Five Gyres for years, but uh, really has dedicated his life to plastic pollution work. But at the time, um, 
he had just seen a turtle video uh, choking on a plastic bag, and this was back in 2007. And he was like, you know, if I had to see another plastic bag turtle video, you know, I, I've just I don't know what I'm going to do. We we should really do something about that here in Portland. We should ban the bag like they're doing in in uh, San Francisco. And you know, it just took off. And that was a surf rider thing ever since then. And starting at that meeting and moving forward, we've gone city by city, chapter by chapter, with program by program, uh, countless outreach events, countless city council meetings, and 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 various you know mayors committees and sustainability committees and stakeholder groups. Uh, many many years of work, over twelve years of work, to get to the place where we were. Uh, this week, passing that bill, uh, 17 to 12 out of the Senate, and it's going on to the governor's office. I have heard confirmation the governor will be signing the bill. We're working on a signing ceremony for that, hopefully to engage some youth uh, in that as well, because hey, that's what we're doing this for, right, for future generations to protect uh, the places that we love. And so kudos, House Bill 2509, a little bit about the bill that's kind of cool, National news, because it is the most comprehensive policy. Uh, it does include restaurants, which is amazing. That will be a learning and implementation um, challenge, I think, and something that I think we can rise to the occasion with and help out with. So really the next phase for us with Surfrider, I just want to encourage you guys to know that it's not over once you just pass a policy. It's not just good enough to, to move a policy like this. Uh, given how comprehensive it is, given the fact that we have broken new ground, we are going to have to work heavy on implementing the policy, making sure it's successful. So we want a good, solid five-year report coming out of this that says this is a strong policy or this policy can be improved in these ways. But think about ways that we can do outreach. I'll be looking to maybe creating some sort of a statewide um, plastic um, bag committee of sorts to, to think about programs, bag giveaways, and ways that we can leverage uh, this, this amazing policy uh, and and for, for good in our local communities and, and, and encourage stewardship and folks to comply with, with the new law. So congratulations to everybody. This is really everybody's victory out there. This is huge. You all deserve this. And I'm, I'm really, really proud of what we've done. So in less exciting news, uh, shortly after the, um, the plastic bag ban uh, passed the Senate, uh, it was like two bills later, House Bill 2883, was read, and that was the polystyrene bill. And if you get my emails um, and you don't read them, uh, all you'd have to read is the subject line, actually, <laughs> to know that it failed. Unfortunately, it did not pass. And that was really sad news. I was really bummed to hear that. We were hoping, uh, we thought the votes were there. And to be, to be frank, the, the, the president wouldn't have brought it to the floor um, if he didn't think that the votes were there. Um, and it turns out that right towards the end there, we lost a vote that we anticipated. Mons Anderson flipped on us at the last minute. We're not really sure what happened. Uh, presumably, somebody from the Tigard uh, Agilex area got to that. Interestingly, this vote is going to be challenged, um, and I don't know exactly how this will go down, but uh, the vote was 15 to 14. So it actually, there was a majority of people in the room voted in favor of this bill. A Senate majority, though, represents 16 because there are typically 30 senators in the building and you need 
16 for a Senate majority. Um, Senator Jackie Winters passed away. That seat is vacant, and so now there's only 29 votes in the Senate. Um, but the Constitution, they will say, still says that it needs 16 votes in the Senate. Uh, this is actually getting challenged. I think that the legal counsel has been, there's been a request from the legal counsel uh, from the sponsor of the bill now. Uh, I talked to one of the sponsors today, and, and they're following up on this to find out if maybe uh, there's the potential that it actually did pass. Now, I, I'm not holding my breath, and I actually don't think that's a, a viable uh, pathway for it, but I do think that uh, it will be challenged. Uh, it, we were close enough that I could say that I believe this represented a trade in the building, and, you know, there were a number of votes there that swung at the end, and it's probably important for folks to pay attention to who voted for it and who didn't, um, particularly coastal community folks. So that might be something you want to check out. Uh, Senator Roblin, Senator Johnson, they did not support this bill. Both of those individuals supported the plastic bag ban, which is really huge and speaks volume for our outreach on that. Uh, they didn't support the polystyrene bill, uh, and I actually think that that may have more to do with either um, some negotiations and trades in the building or potentially with them not fully understanding the policy because some really big compromises were made. I fully suspect that we can make common ground and, and reach whatever the concerns were of those nay votes, no, nay votes uh, before uh, the next session. So uh, I've already talked to the Environment Oregon and I anticipate us bringing this back for the short session uh, during 2020. So, that's the big news. One really big, awesome victory this week in Salem with our plastic bag ban. I hope you're all feeling that. I hope you're all celebrating that. That's just massive, and I, I'm beside myself. Uh, that, and, and really can't believe it still that we did this. And so, that's a big one. Polystyrene, uh, really tough to see that one go down. It was so close. Again, there's a challenge there. Uh, I, I don't know that that's going to go very far, but it'll be interesting to see how that plays out over the next couple of weeks. And certainly we will circle the wagons on that one for the next legislative session. That's it for you guys today on Plyden's Policy Podcast. I hope that you're enjoying these. Please give me, continue to give me feedback. Let me know uh, if you're listening to these. If you're not listening to them, obviously you're not going to get this message. But uh, if you're listening to these and you like them, let me know. If you don't like them, you'll hear something else, let me know as well. I do have a few interviews uh, recorded now that I'm really excited to share with you guys in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to try and do some sound design on those. So uh, this is a shout-out to anybody out there who's a volunteer who can do sound design work or teach a newbie like me how to do quick sound design work. Uh, I have two cool interviews, one with my friend Tom Calvinese from Port Orford who talked about white sharks and tracking white sharks in the nearshore waters here in Oregon a little bit. Uh, as well as a good friend and colleague, Dave Fox, from the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife. And he tells a great story of the Aloha Cruise, which is the time that the Rainbow Warrior and Greenpeace took over one of their research vessels and commandeered it. So these stories and more will be coming to you through Plyvon's Policy Special Edition Podcast uh, interviews. And those will be coming up in the next couple of weeks here. I thought I'd have them up online sooner, but I'm decided to do a little sound design on them because I think the stories are pretty good. So hope you guys will tune in, and, hey, have some great times this weekend. If you don't come to one of our events for International Surfing Day, get out there, get wet, do something to celebrate. We do so much all the time to protect our ocean ways and beaches. We have to remember to enjoy them, so get out there. Remember, International Surfing Day, it's your day.
to remember why we do what we do. Take care, guys. Stay wet. Talk to you soon.